Greetings and salutations and welcome once again to the Capeless Crusaders live from Empire's Comics Vault. Yeah! Yay! Yeah! Yay! yeah. My name is David Barry at Dr. Barry on varying social media platforms. To my left. What? Yeah. It says two times in a row. Yeah. Foolish mortals. This is the Mad Piper. You can call me Piper. If you really want to, I'm bringing it down. This is very, this we're gonna be we're gonna be more casual. But I'll still always introduce myself as the Mad Piper. But as, you know, we know each other now. We're friends. So at least you can shorten it down to Piper if you want. Seventy-five episodes later. Yeah, you, yeah. We're cool. We're cool. We're cool now. If you see me on a stream or something like that, you'd be like Piper. You don't have to be like, oh, hey, uh, the Mad Piper. Yeah. You can say, wanna, oh, just just say Piper. You can just say Everyone that. It's fine. That? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. It's uh, no, it's not cool. I wanted to change. Just say Piper. Yes, you. To my left. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> give, me, give me a pregnant pause. And then left. Me. I'm left. I'm the leftiest left I can get. Is that your name? No, I'm not left oh. eye. I'm Amy. You can find me at iJane. You robot on all of those things that do this stuff. I'm so, I'm sorry, microphone. I didn't mean to hit you. Um, yeah, I, You were staring intently over your shoulder. Gentlemen, all the way to my very, very far, far right. Uh, hi. <laughs> the microphone's this way. He's behind me because it's his day. Fresh from my trip to Camp Crystal Lake, this is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. He is. He's just peeking. <laughs> like Super peeky. Perfect. Oh. That's because it is Friday the 13th, and this episode... In October. On, in October. In October, on Friday the 13th, is brought to you in part by Computer Booter. Boom! <gasps> hey, hey, there's the logo. Uh, local repair, mobile device repair, computer repair, and retro video games. Hey. Uh, also, look at that font. Yeah, I dig, I dig the font with the boot. Get it? The boot? Uh -huh. Booter? Uh, boot. Uh, and they have Friday night Super Smash Brothers, what? Super Smash Brothers 4 on the Wii U tournaments. Ooh. They also have pay to play any day. They have a game lounge. Nice. Which is fantastic. So a ton of retro systems. If you want to go in there and you're like, ah, I really wish I could you know, bust out this system and this game, go down to Computer Booter. They probably got so it. So I, like I can play games. Pitfall on the Atari 2600? I can't guarantee anything. Even though, don't you have that on your Atari? I don't have Pitfall. Okay. Well, they might. I've, I've, I've not actually gone through the library. I know the library is extensive. Head well, on into Computer Booter and see if they've got Pitfall. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you really want to do. I guess I have to now. Yes, yes, you do. As always, if you're looking for anything related to the Capeless Crusaders, whether it be our blogs, mm -hmm. whether it be our social media, mm -hmm. whether it be just, you know, new information and pretty pictures of us, you can go to thecaplesscrusaders.com. Twitch channel. Uh, it, our Twitch channel's there. Our website yeah. is there. There's lots of Twitch recently from the Piper. Yeah. Um, he's been doing, uh, he did the Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, to the beta, yeah, the beta. it's not even out yet. Um, I kept telling him that he needed to go assault, and he's like, no, I'm going to be heavy. And I, then I did assault. And you were so much better at assault. That's not true. Mm -hmm. Patently false. I was watching. On this week's episode, <laughs> we are, of course, going to go around the horn. We're oh. going to talk about some comic books. We also have some news. <gasps> we do not have the news monkey. He's still on hiatus. He's on vacation. Still on uh, In needed. a very nice resort down in Southern California. You know, one that... that a, how much a, vacation and per diem do we give him? I mean, it He's might be related lot. to his drug habits. It, I'm not yeah, going to say yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, his banana habits. His banana <laughs> habits, yes. Colombian bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best it's, for our monkey. Hey, have you had a Colombia banana? The best. Um... <laughs> And we're also going to do uh, a fun little segment called uh, Crusader Comic History. Oh. That's going to be at the end of the show. Historical. Uh, so, usually, when we're in a comic book store, we are we are surrounded by comic books. And that guy. We like to go round the horn. Round the Horn is brought to you in part by Empire's Comics Vault, our local home and haven for anything comic book related. Stop turning away. <laughs> just, don't, just don't look at him, you weirdo. Or you just can don't look my way. put the picture. He's not leaving. I mean, he's going to be back there. He's always walking. Yeah. When we go around the horn, we go around the table in a circular fashion. Yeah. Except for the fact that we no longer have a circular table. No. We actually have a table this time. Last episode, we didn't even have that. No. We were we just four sit-down we, comics. We were just sitting there in front of a <laughs> little square. We talk about what comics we have been reading oh. this week. Really? Yes. Ooh. And Amy. Uh -huh. Oh. <laughs> I should have spoken up. Yeah, you shouldn't have. Because I you, you don't remember what? You, <laughs> what have you been reading, Amy? <laughs> IKEA what? catalog number twenty-four. 
I know that. But sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I actually kind of do remember, but I don't remember. So flash we'll the graphics first. <laughs> there we go. Was it the IKEA So um, I actually read the latest issue of the bi-monthly Black Monday Murders yeah. by Jonathan Hickman. Uh, the pipes actually started on volume one, but the one issue that I read is the most recent. It is. So dang fantastic. I cannot trade weight. I'm trying not to spoil things. Don't. But we happen to bring up in this issue, um, Senor Estiv's favorite holiday. Yeah. And we delve a little bit deeper into uh, the God at work of mm. consumption. If you guys aren't reading the Black Monday Murders, I'm just going to tell you, we did a review episode on it. It was fantastic. I need to tell you, she's been disappointed by show. And and then I also read some more Hellblazer, Volume 1, for a Rebirth. I still love me some John Constantine. It's good. I know. I should have given you thumbs. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of Swamp Thing in the second yeah. the second issue. My boy. It's good. It is all, it's good, actually. He's my, my man. Also, there's a joke about how Swamp Thing smells like farts and they're trapped in a car. So it's really great for me because I just had potty humor. Which, and if you have the Funko Pop that is scented, you'd open the box and that would be totally accurate. Funk is in the name. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. And then the last one I read was uh, Moonstruck number three, Ooh. which is so good. Um, Moonstruck follows a lesbian werewolf and her best friend who is, is he gender fluid? I'm, I, he, he is species fluid. So he is far, gender fluid. So far, this is the most classic you hackneed sitcom that has ever been considered. So yeah, I mean, it's like Will and Grace. What happens when a lesbian werewolf meets a gender fluid? Well, that's her best <laughs> friend. And they work in a uh, coffee shop. They're baristas in this magical town with all these magical creatures. It's an episode and of Will and Grace. they make cat, <laughs> cappuccinos, and their foam is cats. And they're like, meow. But uh, her best friend, Chet, the, the so centaur. Did I mention he's a centaur? He's a centaur. Um, <laughs> he has gone to a magic show that has gone awry and is missing his hindquarters. So, he's pipes, just, now, you okay, now bro? He's just walking. Yeah, I'm good. I'll be good. <laughs> what it's, happened? It's so, really fun. This is not the Hawaiian episode. Oh, the detective. But yeah. it could be. It's not. He's missing his, his hindquarters. Any hooski. <laughs> because he just can't contain himself. I'm going to throw it over all y'all's heads to the guy over there that keeps staring over his shoulder. Senor Estes. Jason, what did you read? Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. Hi. Uh, I had two things I read. One, the first one, though, not technically a comic, but a book with illustrations. It's a horror <laughs> classic. Oh. <gasps> I read it in elementary school, fell in love with it. I'm talking about the very first scary stories to tell in oh, the dark. Yeah. Written by Alvin Schwartz, drawings by Stephen Gamble. So, some of those were straight terrifying when I was little. Mm -hmm. Spiders. I don't know if they Spiders. hold up, but they were they were straight terrifying. It was the most uh, issued out book in libraries. At one point, it was taken off the shelves of some schools because of the drawings like that. It seemed too scary. Um, in 2000, they did a reissue where it was not Stephen Gamble's drawings. It was a more Disney-ified uh, drawings. So they weren't as freaky. Nobody bought it. Nobody wanted it. So they then reissued them again with the original drawings by Stephen Gamble. Good. Uh, yeah, exactly. On the heels of this, because I think there was a story, because there were several volumes of that, right? Four, three. Five of those, three. Three volumes, but Alvin Schwartz made other stories that were not titled Scary Stories, but also Scary Stories. So they had a story in there for everybody. What are you most scared of? <sighs> what are you most, what, what story would you read that you that mm -hmm. terrified you of those? Yeah. Uh, the big toe was one that freaked me out, because <laughs> you just see this toe in the ground, and you're wondering, why is there a toe in the ground? And when you pull the toe, yeah. there's this groan, and the Guy, kid takes it home to have it for dinner. Why is he having for dinner? I don't know. When Man. you see a toe, I guess you're hungry. And it turns out there's a knock at the door, and it's this, this this being who wants his toe back. And that's how it ends. It leaves you hanging. You don't know what happens to the kid. They go to tea. It's just like, thanks for the toe. <laughs> like, it goes back in the ground. They like, don't do putting on the uh, That doesn't sound very scary. There was the one with the girl who had this itch on her cheek. Yeah, the spider. She, that was the one that was. totally destroyed me. And then one day, it cracks open, and all these little spiders come crawling out over her. Uh, there was the Hearst song, which just Ooh, reading that. That was a good one. What about you? What are you most scared of? I most scared of in that book? No. What are you most scared of? Uh, Halloween times. It's October. What are you? What are you most afraid of? Okay. Like like existential horror or like. What are you most afraid of, man? What's what freaks you out? Clowns. It is no. Yeah, clowns really bug me. I mean, what is it? 
I'm afraid of nothing, man. I, I mean, I'm afraid of nothing, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't like being scared, so I haven't exposed myself to anything. So it's, it's more like that. Like it's not so the, the stuff fear of me. being scared. I mean, not even just that. Like I just, I, I don't enjoy that feeling. Mm. But like, I don't know. Life, well, and also life must scare you. Sometimes. Large, yeah, oh yeah, life the is life is terrifying. No, dark. The dark's okay. Large bodies of water. Oh, okay. cool. Yeah. Flying over favorite. large bodies of water is the most terrifying thing. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I know what horror movie to write yeah. for him. Yeah. <laughs> Some guy who's stuck on a plane that keeps continuously flying over large bodies of water. Interesting. <laughs> it is all it does. That sounds terrible. <laughs> what about you. But the book also had though. Oh. The book also had we'll comedic horror we'll stories. Like there was the one called The Viper. Mystery. And this guy keeps calling. Oh, the calling. viper who comes the viper window. That guy, yes, that yeah. one. I remember that joke. I'm yeah. coming. The viper is coming. I'm like, wait, 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 wait do it. that story was in those books. The yeah, they had comedy those, sections at yeah. the end. Funny, uh, dark stories. Why do I remember that? The, they tried to bring levity, so when you finished the book and you went to bed, you were okay. It didn't work because I don't remember the yeah. comedy portions. That was my first uh, c- uh, book that I read. That, by the way, they are making a documentary about the scary stories to tell in the dark books. That's coming out. Being made as a speed coming out, I think next year. Interesting. Way to drag that along. Well, my other you dragged it along. The other thing I read, which is a comic, it's a graphic novel. It is Batman Haunted Night. This was the book that Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale had to write in order to make the Long Halloween. DC wanted to see what they could do, so they made the Haunted Night, and it's three stories that take place on Halloween night where Batman deals with Scarecrow, Joker. And the Mad Hatter. Sure. And he, they, I forgot all the titles. One's uh, Mirrors, one's Fear. But each thing happens on Halloween night. Each one t- tries to get their shot at the bat. I believe Scarecrow and Mad Hatter had the biggest shots at him, where Scarecrow uses Fear Toxin. Mad Hatter had Batman trapped in this huge maze that he couldn't get out of, and it was driving him crazy. Kind of uh, what you might have seen in the, in the Court of Owls. Owls, yeah. Yeah. In the labyrinth. Uh, <laughs> also... <laughs> The, uh, the scene in Batman Begins where he's interrogating Scarecrow and Scarecrow says, Dr. Crane isn't here right now, please leave a message. That is taken from Haunted Night when Batman is interrogating Scarecrow at the end of that story. So, Haunted Night was my comic that I read. I love the illustrations of it. It's, it's a great prequel to Long Halloween and Dark Victory. I, I see a deadly, a, a, an undead gnome over my shoulder, who, which means I should wrap it up. So, uh, Batman, uh, Batman the Haunted Night. Haunted Night. K N I G H T. Instead of rap up music, we just we get this guy. <laughs> just... I like to thank the Academy, uh, my parents. Oh, uh... he's being played off. Uh... <laughs> so there's my, my two: a book and a graphic novel. Piper, what have you been reading? That was perfect. Yeah. Um, you timed that out, didn't you? I know. You mad genius. I'm the best. Um, I was reading. So she telegraphed it a little bit, but I was reading the Black Monday murders. I actually brought some. I bring them. You not bring them. I bring them. He doesn't bring them. It's on there. You can see. But to also bring them. It's a different school. Um, yeah, you guys. So there was a show about this while I was in the land down under. Down under. And you guys were right. You were I'll completely right. You raved. Yeah. You raved and raved about it. Yeah. And you're like, it's so good. It's, it's the best book ever. And I listened to that episode. It was basically just singing its praises. That's how we no, sound, was, by the way. Yeah, it was just it that. Was it was so good. You were the Californians. You're like, Dava, it's the best book ever. Who done the five? Yeah. So. I, I did it five. because technically I was going to, but then um, I was in the shop one time and Kurt, Curtis met me here and he's just like, put it in my stack, like in my hands. And I'm like, I guess I have to buy this now. <laughs> so I did. And then I, I read all of my comics and then I was reading this. Um, I'm like just a few pages away from done. Um, my favorite bits in it are kind of the in-between parts. I like how it, if anybody's ever read House of Leaves, it's very like break the comic section and then into like you know telephone um transcriptions yeah. or like um charts or charts or like little yeah stuff factoids. that's kind of like uh revolving around the language of mammon or the the ancient mm-hmm. language or whatever like that those those little supplemental things are probably the most interesting parts of the book mm-hmm. and then otherwise the comic is just very well done like it's a great detective story i'm i love that detective dude just yeah. right he's, over home plate he's, he's fantastic just, yeah he is Great. Those of you wondering, when you meet Curtis, the first thing he says to you is, "Put it in your stack." Yeah. That's what he says. That's, he didn't his, even that's say his greeting. That. He put it in my. St- he, he used the action. No, no, that, but he says that. St- he says that while he does that. Is that his catchphrase? Yeah, your put mother, in your stack. Your mother He's wearing the t-shirt right now. Put why it in your did, stack. Why haven't you said this to me? You do not love me. Or did you just put it in the? St- you just like. <laughs> <laughs> Some people he physically does it. Others he says it. It's just it's different. I see. Or do you love me extra? Before he didn't even bother. Goes a strange direction. Barry, what did you read? I. 
I did something different. I did something <gasps> audio very no. no. I didn't um, read a visual book. No, it, it, it's still a comic. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that not that different. How Let's do a bunch more guesses. So <laughs> what, what I found. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? <laughs> so <laughs> I was browsing Comicsology Unlimited. <gasps> yeah. Really. And what I found was there is a publisher named Delcourt Books. Yes. And they are based out of France. <gasps> oh and they're yeah. They're the fourth largest publisher of Franco-Belgium books <laughs> how very specific yeah so but. what i found was that they are they have a lot of english books that come to them they translate it into french and then they distribute it we mm-hmm. hellboy yeah. a lot of image books they do that what they also do is they have a bunch of titles that they do in french and a couple of them they have uh translated and uh distribute they have not distributed physically that i can find in the u.s um but it's the the imprint is called soleil ah S O L E I L. Sole. So what 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 caught my eye was a title called uh, Dwarves, um, because I'm like I I've always like dug dwarves. I've always dug like fantasy, and then I found that there was other series. There's a series called Elves. There was a a series about like dragon riders, and basically I found that they have this. They've created this massive like high fantasy universe that Shut I've never door. heard of. It's not to my knowledge. It's not based on a book. It's not based on a video game. Like it's not based on. A, it's it's a 100. percent to my knowledge, uh, independent fantasy universe. It's just giving you stories about dwarves. Exactly. And, uh-huh. and and it followed this one particular dwarf and how he came from Gimli. Know, be, being a very low cast. Exactly. Not, not based on anything. Not based on anything. Toss me. You've got to toss not me. Not based on anything. <laughs> not based on anything. Salted <laughs> pork. Uh, not based on anything. Oh, I see. And so he he comes from nothing to basically eventually lead his tribe. And then the, uh, the, in the elf book, they were uh, investigating this mass murder of a bunch of elves on this island. Like it's super interesting. The art was great. The writing was really good. Like, elf genocide. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my god. It was, it was it was super interesting, especially because like I said, it wasn't like oh this is based off Dungeons and Dragons or oh this was based off Lord of the Rings. Don't tell it the was, elf. It was just so. Not based on anything that it it was refreshing and it was I really enjoyed it. Like, I, is I'm, this only on Comicsology or the, in French speaking Belgium? That's the only place I could find it. I could only find the digital translated in English on Comicsology. All right. Um, so, to my knowledge, I don't know if they've printed them yet here because it's you know it's it's one thing to distribute them through Comicsology where you just send one out and they can distribute it versus actually physically printing and getting in stores. Right. So, to my knowledge, like it's not available on like uh, like it's not available through Diamond like through comic book stores. I'm not sure if you can get it on. Amazon. Amazon. I didn't see it on there. It may not have a hard copy. So yeah, they might. They might not yet. Uh, I don't know how long they've been doing this for. Like the publishers existed for a long time, but I was just, I was like super excited that I found a new publisher with new. I saw the mic over here, and I thought his hand was up. I was like, Do you know where to find? <laughs> Somehow you have this weird little like knowledge of how to find like, this oh, Franco-Belgian this comics. That's all I read. That's my bread and butter. I wasn't. In, I wasn't in French-speaking Belgium, but man, let me tell you, I traveled there <laughs> so that I could read this book, so and that, I brought it back to the states with. So, I, so I've read a handful of them. I'm, I, I want to read more of them because they keep going on. But the problem, of course, Comicsology Unlimited—they get you. The first trade is oh. unlimited, but the rest of it's not. So they get you. So I want to get collected volumes. I'm really excited in this. So. Yeah. Go to France. I know. So am I. Go to France. I, I, I want to read this because yeah. I'm a Dungeons and Dragonsy all the Dude, way. Dude, you're gonna. Little, it, I'm going to Yemen. Classic high fantasy. You're gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Yemen. <laughs> so we mentioned earlier that the news monkey is uh, on, on an extended holiday. leave of absence, handling things. Uh, he's not fired. No. Not yet. <laughs> per se. <laughs> we may be investigating his previous actions and considering his termination. We're going to have a talk. He does have a banana problem. We don't tolerate that here at the Crusaders. <laughs> Colombian bananas. Colombian bananas. Not a fan of potassium. No. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Too much. But we still have some news. Yes, we do. Yes, we, we have some news. That we can do it without the monkey. <laughs> no, we can it by pigeon. Turns out we don't need a monkey to He's come redundant. running in. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him. Right, right. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. We, the last thing we need to do is tell him, hey, your life is crumbling around you and you also don't have a job. He doesn't, right? he doesn't need another existential crisis, you guys. <laughs> he's got enough of them as it is. Oh, God, he's texting. Okay. But uh, regardless. No, <laughs> if he's watching this, we're in so much trouble. Our first news bit, because I'm actually, me and Steve's are going to, we're going to tag team this. Classic anchor style. Tag team back again. Can we get like a slap when you when you hand off? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, so not the face. <laughs> initially, uh, first thing. So uh, recently, there was the premiere of Thor Ragnarok, and all the stars were there. Um, we had Mark Ruffalo. We had Jeff Goldblum. Um, the only two that matter. <laughs> the only ones I can think of right now. I can't remember Scarlet anyone else's name. Hemsworth. Yeah, no, no it's Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, no, Hemsworth. no. Hemsworth. Uh, Hemsworth. Yeah, but uh, who? Uh, Thor. Kate um, Blanchett. 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 Dog, that was painful. Anthony I still Hopkins. don't know the actress's name. Queen? The actress's name who's playing Valkyrie. I, I don't. I don't know her name. I her name was Rose. But I'm really. Ex- 
What's that? Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. We're getting from the production booth. That's what I needed. Tessa that's, Thompson. That's why Put I need Curtis around. That's a, good, that's a good alley-oop right there. Cut the check. So <laughs> it was revealed because we've seen from the previews that Hulk has a really big part in this movie. It's oh. basically kind of Planet Hulk in a lot of ways. Um, but because this, this issue has come up previously, we've said, why aren't we getting another solo Hulk film? We haven't gotten one since Edward Norton. Right. Because Paramount still owns the distribution. Distri- the Cut the distribution. Paramount still owns the distribution rights to the solo Hulk films. Marvel has not been able to get rest that from him, which is why he's been able to be in all of the group movies but not have another solo. Thus, uh, Mark Ruffalo met with Kevin Feige, and they're basically like, hey, what would you want to do? You know, like Mark Ruffalo, if you could do whatever you want. And he's like, I would want a solo Hulk film. And they're like, okay, we can't do that. But what we can do is we can set up um, arcs. So the basically so the next... Sad. I yeah. want a whole, uh, like a whole series for myself, a solo film... <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, why? Why but, no. You can have a buddy film. But what they uh-huh. exactly. So what they're gonna do is the next three big movies are gonna movie. be focused heavily on the Hulk. They're gonna basically give him his own kind of three movie arc in a lot of ways to explain where he's been, what he's been doing, and his involvement in the later movies. So I'm really looking forward to it because I love the Hulk. I love Hulk solo movies. Yes. I really wish this Hulk could get a solo movie because they've developed him so much more oh, yeah. than they have in the past. Unfortunately yeah. they won't be able to. But tying all into that <gasps> Tagged in. <laughs> Uh, at the premiere, Mark Ruffalo uh, may have made a mistake. <gasps> um, it turns out that his phone was accidentally live streaming the first 10 to 15 minutes of Thor Ragnarok you, at the premiere. You may have heard of this. <laughs> you, you some of you might have freaked out and watched it. Because the internet was, was, was replete. Yes, with, with, uh, with To his credit, he did kind of joke about it when it happened. His first tweet being, I felt bad you weren't there with me. I snuck you in in my pocket <laughs> with a, uh embarrassed smiley emoji. Uh, and right after it, like Hashtag, two minutes later, am I fired? Two minutes later, he tweeted, "All kidding aside, I'm sorry, Marvel. Can I have my phone back?" <laughs> um, so yeah, somehow his Instagram live Tw- tweeted Instagram from live, my iPhone. Yeah, right? like from Mark <laughs> from <his iPhone. laughs> uh, Instagram live was turned on in his account. Which, if you think about it, I mean, if you leave your phone on and then slide it, I mean, the heat. I mean, things could happen. You, c- you could think you're pushing the button as you put it in your pocket. Yeah, and there you go. The first ten minutes of. Thor Ragnarok was out there. Which I'm sure told a lot about the movie. Oh, yeah. Like the opening credit music mm-hmm. yeah. tells everything. Yeah. I'm sure Marvel Secret Service handled it, though. Like they got their own little SEAL Team 6 that went in there. Happy? Killed nope. everyone. Nope. It wasn't happy. Kevin Feige actually went back and they rated the whole 10 minutes. They refilmed the whole 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this changed it. It yeah. changed everything. But, but yeah, now uh, we get no credits, like no opening credits, no music, no nothing. <laughs> nothing at all, just black no. screen. As far as we know, Mark Ruffalo still has a job playing Bruce Banner, <laughs> a.k.a. The Hulk. Uh, as he's apologized uh, profusely over what occurred there. Going back to my tag team partner. We are so DX right now. Uh, 20 years ago. 20 yeah. years ago. 20 today, years ago. DX. Yeah, anyway, uh, the other thing that we got last night at midnight, it was a, it was a creepy, like, substan- like a really good way of dropping your trailer. We got the new Mutants trailer from Fox, 20th Century Fox. Yeah, yeah, That that is the sound that I, when I watched it, I said, mm. So, we're new, sound buddies. Today. So the New Mutants trailer one didn't make any sense to me. The movie is obviously taking a much more horror-driven, uh, yeah, horror-driven, horror. yeah, horror-driven horror. style. I'm not sure if I want that. It's supposed to be the Demon Bear saga, which was a three-issue uh, story written by Chris Claremont. Um, that he, yes, Demon Bear. It sounds like a Russian story keep, arc. Keep going. Uh, Na- Native American. Native um, American. <laughs> Look the, out for the, the, Demon the, Bear. The Demon he lived in the woods. Demon Bear Kill, killed uh, the Native American mutant's parents. Um, oh. So it, it's supposed to be Thunder based Bird on that. War, Warpath. Yeah. No, not Warpath. Uh, Proudstone. Oh, okay. Proudstone? Cool. Proudstone. Proudstone. Something like that. Proud Moon, feet. Moonstone? One anyway. of the stones. Uh, Emma so Stone. The, <laughs> the trailer, to me, it didn't make any sense at all because the only thing they did was, like, at one point you hear, like, the voice being like, have you heard of mutants? And then, like, flash to the girl, like, freaking out. And you're like, have you oh. heard of demon bears? Yeah. <laughs> so then there's, like, some weird, like, walls, like, melting and faces pushing through, and it looked very cheap, in my opinion. Oh. American Horror Story. And <laughs> the, American Horror Story, mutants. Yeah. Yes. The, the, weird, the weird brother mutants from edition. Stranger Things, the photographer brother from Stranger Things, he's in it. Oh, he's um, a nice Ar- Arya Stark is in it. Oh, um, it's got like has a, Arya a, Stark. It has a de- no. It no. has a decent cast, um, but to me, it just the whole idea of like superhero superhero being a genre, and then superhero like blend with other genres like superhero western, superhero <laughs> mystery, superhero horror. 
Mystery Men? I think the closest... they've all been action up to this point, I think right? the closest you get is Constantine would be the closest you get to, like, comic... Well, comic book horror, not superhero horror, yeah, but, but comic book horror. But even though it's like a TV show, I mean, I don't know. True. It, it, it felt weird to me, but it also was just a teaser. Like it was just like a, a minute and a half of nothing. But it wasn't Maybe it was like, like a Punisher h- teaser. It was also a uh, Keanu Reeves movie. Oh, that was a, a kind. Of, well, I don't know about horror, but it was like a. Uh, are, you t- are you talking about Constantine? Yeah. Okay, I was like, that, what no, is no, 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 yeah, no. What yeah, does he have to do with Still Constantine. So the new means trailer dropped. Check it out. We would love to hear your opinions. Maybe. I don't know. We, <laughs> really we, we might also be like, oh, it wasn't that good. What do you do? We know. <laughs> do we know if maybe it was just they made it seem horror like because it comes out in October? Is that or know. that the trailer came out in October? I don't know. know. In my experience, the, the Demon Bear Saga didn't feel like a horror movie. It mm-hmm. was definitely like a dark and more psychological trip for the New Mutants team. But I don't know if I like the idea of it being a horror movie. Okay. All right. Word. <laughs> twenty years. Yes. <laughs> Google it. Twenty years. DX. Um. And our fourth and final story. <gasps> nope. Not our final story? No. Our fourth story. Not our final story. <laughs> so <bad>. Disregard. <laughs> we're going to go down to the bayou. Oh, hey. We're going to go down to the bayou. Ah, he going to go down there. We're going to bring our most half. We're going to bring our most half. Sweet tea, sweet tea. Where the rogue at? Where the rogue at? Where the rogue at? Sweet tea, sweet tea, sweet tea. Most half. We be talking about that most half and the crawdads because February 14, 2019. Don't do it in the whole voice. Do the whole segment. Please don't. Commit. Ah, uh, that gambit <laughs> is gonna come out February 14, 2019. Wait, 2019? Oh, 2019. Sh- that one. Yeah, so for, uh, um, let me translate that yeah. for, the, uh, for the folks not from the South. Yeah, that about you. Uh, the is, gambit film is, gambit. will be That's debuting small, February 14, <laughs> 2019. But allows it if you just did the same thing. The gambit, the gambit. The gambit. 2019. Hashtag. Get a What a rogue at? Anything else about it? Who that? Who that? Who that? I'm really excited because it took so dang flippity flapping long they got for to them to do yeah, at least a hey. They got the Tatum. That Tatum got in there. This year. They got yeah. the Tatum. Tatum. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about who's directing it. Yes. So wh- wh- who's, who's oh, directing it? Oh, get that, get that pirate. No. <laughs> okay. Gore <laughs> Verbinski. Pirates the Caribbean director. <laughs> yeah. Gore Verbinski. Thank you. Which one? The man who directed the, the, the trilogy. First okay. three. The first three trilogy. Directed, uh, uh, is it Rango? Yeah, Rango. He directed Rango. Is it Django Unchained. Oh, and the Ring. Yeah, he did the Ring. He did the Ring as well. He did, he did Ringo. Wait. Ringo Unchained. Ringo, uh, Ringo Unchained. Which is a documentary about when Ringo Starr murdered the rest of the Beatles. He, he uh, nearly yeah. quit. The Inglorious Dude, Pirates. He did the Inglorious Pirates. I might well, write that as a book. Who knows? Yeah, that could work. Was, uh, Gore Verbinski is the subject of my favorite Ask a Ninja joke, where he he thought <gasps> that they, that the writing was very uh, bad. There were plot lines, holes, and everywhere in the in the Pirates movies. And he said, I could have used a lot more gore and a lot less Verbinski. <laughs> And I was like, you, sir, are a genius. <laughs> <laughs> the ninja. Yes. So he'll do something like that. So like I said, it get a Tatum Tatum uh, 2019, Somebody Valentine's Day. Somebody get a Tatum. Tatum 2019. Ah, uh, I'm going to get a bow staff and you're not going to see So, it. in local news, <laughs> our home and sponsor, Empire's Comics Vault, on October 21st, hey, that's here. has the, I believe it's the third annual... Third yes. annual Creative Women Minicon. Yeah. So for those of you who have been to one of Ben's minicons before, he has basically turned his store into the perfect small area for a miniature comic book convention. Oh, um, yeah. He has free comic book day in here, yeah. um, and he does the Creative Women Minicon, which is where he showcases local female creators, um, whether it's art, whether it's writing, whether it's uh, other art. Technically, that's that was my foray into the Crusaders. That was because oh, I met yeah. you at Free Comic Book Day here. Yeah, yeah. Aww. This is Creative Women's Minicon. Four and years it's ago, spotlighting yeah. women artists. Yep. Exactly. We, we have it up on the wall. We have all kinds of art. We have some of the art here. I believe your Jason is a uh, is one as well. Oh yes, it is. Right, right. Yeah, your creepy, terrifying Jason. So there's, the art is going to be up all month. Um, definitely come down here. I believe it starts at. Didn't ten, look at the time. Usually ten. ten. Look at the wall. Morning. Yeah. Morning. And Ben also has on their YouTube channel interviews with a lot of the creators, a lot of the women who are going to be in here. I love getting a bunch of their art. Um, I know half of my local art wall came from the mm-hmm. Creative Women mini con that we've had in the past. If you follow Empire's Comics, yes, on uh, Instagram or any of the like, I think he has. That kind of stuff, or even uh, I think we'll probably just be pushing the the dates. We'll share it. Be they'll out, share so. it, and that yeah. is the news. I was gonna think of a cool like sign off, but I don't really. <laughs> and like, that's, that's the way the cookie crumbles. And, <laughs> and that was the news. Bump, and then he's quick. And the that's show. the way you. <laughs> that's the way. Curtis sees the double salute and he's like, "Oh, episode's over." Well, it's over. It's <laughs> the way so, you peel the crawdads. Random fact. Yeah. Uh, 
DX. Random, random fact. No, yes. Well, that is a random fact. Is it a random fact generator? Random fact. Uh, I hope so. In the original uh, Spider-Man story, the line, with great power comes great responsibility, not said by Uncle Ben. <gasps> it was actually originally said by the narrator. Oh. And the narrator was? Uncle the, ben. It was just a narrator. It was not Uncle Ben. It, it was just it was just the the <laughs> voice of God telling the story of a random guy sitting on a bench. Uncle Ben. Usually, it's also the spider. It is the men of spider. I think <laughs> meant the spider that bit him was just like with great power. So 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 Amy, um, in in the title, random fact, <laughs> that is not up for discussion because it's oh. a fact. Right. Oh, is this uh, it's alternative facts. <laughs> I don't bears like this fact, and I want to debate it. Battlestar Galacta, which leads <laughs> us into our main topic: Crusader comic history. Ooh, yeah. new. No, it's nothing to do with the office. Oh. Battlestar Galactica. Beat, yeah. Ooh, bears beat. I can do that one too. So it's, this it's this was actually uh, suggested by our boy Piper over what? here. Um, so what'd you do, Piper? Did I do this? Yeah, this was your idea. Oh. <laughs> so I'm, what I'm Piper sure. wanted to do is Piper wanted to revisit a, a classic a classic topic that we brought up really early on in in our in our show because actually this is episode seventy five. We're 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 wow. We have turned the bend. We are heading towards uh, episode one hundred. One might say we are three quarters of the way to one hundred. Yeah, episodes. turned the bend. We are on our way to one hundred and. Get up around the band. And so we wanted to yeah. revisit kind of an old topic where we basically talk about what got us into comic books, but not just what got us into comic books. Uh, what is keeping us in comic books now? That's what the kind of the, the what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, the interpretation, the, 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 the yes. The prestige? No. Yeah. I'll, I'll think of it eventually. Yeah, but basically, we want to go... Down the line and say like what down the horn. <laughs> what got us? What got us into comic books? Was it a was it a, a rainy day trip to to Barnes and Noble? Uh, was it was it a, a Spider Man comic in Espanol? You know, there's there's all kinds of different things that might have gotten us in there. And and, and we so that's two stories down. And, t- <laughs> and tell our and tell our journeys into comic books. So Piper, since this was your idea, take it away. What got you into comics? El hombre like, de araña. That's fairly unoriginal. Like it's, I, I think it's everybody's story where you're like you're young and you watch I don't know the X Men or something and you're just like wow sweet Wolverine. Oh, yeah, I liked Wolverine originally. I still like him all right, but originally, <laughs> I was like this is a great show. Actually, Beast is my favorite on the show. But I loved the cartoon. I was a cartoon kid, and so it was like that was what I would live for after soccer practice was over. Um, you had your orange slices. Oh yeah, Capri yeah. Sun, mm-hmm. pizza slices, yeah. orange slices, yeah. bears, and, and Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> you pe- Totino pizza rolls. You peel down the super high socks that had just stuck that up to on the knees. Your, on it your was leg. the '80s. Um, bring it up. <laughs> um, yes. So, yeah, it was cartoons. I would get to watch. I don't know reboot and oh. like yeah yeah like X Men and, Ooh, and deep stuff cuts. like that. So deep d- cuts. yeah, it was that kind of thing. You would watch that and stuff. And, and X Men was among the favorites of them. Um, and Batman the animated series. So mm. th- there was cartoons. I think that hooked me first. Then it was toys. Mm. Like after the cartoon, I was like, I want the toys from this cartoon, so I can just like I can dark helmet them in my <laughs> in my room. I was like, no, you you suck. You no, stupid. No. <laughs> And oh, then just like make them fall apart, so put them in the bathtub. Like I'm drowning you, Wolverine. That's okay, I don't drown. Like I, so like <laughs> it's okay, I don't drown. That. And then I mean, after that, I'm like, wait, I can. Re- there's a whole more stories after the cartoons. I can read them forever. So then I spent started spending my money on comics instead of toys and the cartoons, which I wasn't paying for. So then I started doing that. Dropped out for a little while, and then now what continues me into comic books is not so much the standard Marvel DC fair, though. I do kind of get. I, I keep with Batman. I'll keep with Thanos, but I can I've, I've moved to almost exclusively what seems like Image, mm. or I don't know Vertigo, Top Cow, like the stuff that comes out that's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, anything like Astrocity, I found Astrocity. I didn't find that in any of the the other like the c- conventional superhero stuff, but it's my favorite. Um, so that's the stuff that's it's unorthodox now, but it's keeping me interested. It keeps me here every Wednesday when there's going to be one of those out, or a new uh, Low, or a new Saga, or a new. As something, something that's becoming popular, which I I love the advent of that. That that's that those have become huge instead of just like, well, if it doesn't have you know Cyclops or uh, Superman in it, it's not gonna sell. Like I, I I love that that's not the case anymore. Or Black Monday murders. <laughs> I'm reading something called Black Monday murders that I would like. I probably wouldn't you know people wouldn't pick up or they'd be like, oh my goodness. Your mother loves. <sighs> so that that that's that's what's keeping me going. And I mm. and then I get obsessed and then I go watch my cartoons again. 
Yeah, there you go. Amy, what about you? Because I don't think I've ever actually heard what got you into comics. This this is your really? first. No, I because we've had. I mean, we've had everybody else. We've heard everybody else's story once or twice, maybe. But it's in my bio. Oh shoot. <laughs> don't I've, you know nobody reads the bio no, or the fine print? I've read all the bios, but for some reason I'm blanking on them. What's our website? What's our website again? You wrote my bio, Pipes. <laughs> the, oh, the, the website is thecapelesscrusaders.com. That's don't you forget can find the, all the information about me oh, and the other guys. Don't forget the the. Amy's handled. That's important. <laughs> I guess Amy's just volunteering to say, yeah, go to the website, whatever. I don't want to nah, talk. Well, I can do both. So go to the website so that you can find out everything except for Bart. He's our international man of mystery. Ooh. Just do work. Um, do work. Do work. So comics, um, growing up in the rather strict household that I had, uh, comics were only allowed if we were traveling. And I was only allowed to get one single issue. So uh, initially, I got around that by picking up the old school Double Digest from Archie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, So either I was sick or I was getting on a plane, and it was in, like, the goodie bag for many moons later. I still actually have one of the first Archie Double Digest in my garage that I bought. Um, And then I... um, my house was very big on just reading in general. Like, comic books were considered frivolous. So, my rebellion... They was, were funny books in your house. They were. Not no. just funny looking. Um, so, Amy didn't get a mohawk. No. Amy bought comic books. Amy yeah. bought comic books. <laughs> Amy didn't get her ears pierced. She bought comic How books. How cool would you have been with a storm mohawk? <laughs> Dude, I want that. Oh, Diet white... Cosplay. We have cosplay. I have white. I have a white wig. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, <laughs> Uh, it didn't take off until probably I was I was watching Batman the Animated Series. I was watching uh, X-Men. I was watching Reboot. I was watching uh, Peter Pan and the, what was it, Neverland? The, the old Fox one, do you? <laughs> the Neverland oh, Demon Bears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the old, the old <laughs> yeah, Peter yeah. Pan. I watched a lot of, I watched a lot of regular. Pan the Man. That's Hook, yeah. sorry. No, that's Hook. <laughs> that's Hook. Um, and and Sonic a lot anything that came over oh, local airwaves great. right I love came over local airwaves so I was able to translate those when I would see them on a spinning rack I could read like figure out what was what um, I probably hit about fifteen or sixteen and I went into my first comic book store um, I was immediately creeped out and <laughs> I didn't make by it by the people <sighs> by the oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo. Woo. Uh. Um, yeah. Ooh, it's really nineties, uh, early two thousands. You won't have a problem with nerds. that type of um, general feeling, feeling here in Empire's Comics. And Empire's Comics. You won't have the problem. Um, so I immediately ran out, and then I started reading a lot of comics online uh, wherever I could find them. And then when I was twenty one, I actually got back into comics, mm. and it's been literally a decade of me reading. So I started out uh, 21 traditional stuff, whatever I could find. I also ended up um, coming, getting more into it when 52 came back through. <laughs> As in mm. new, new 52? As in new 52. It's like when Batman it, w- it wasn't all bad. It, it they, wasn't all bad, but there the bad. was... They brought I, back some classic characters, which I appreciate. Yeah, but I had the biggest... I, I was living in Alaska, and there was one comic book shop called The Comic Book Shop. Or The Comic <laughs> Shop. We're in Fairbanks, like Alaska, in the middle. I mean, when you <laughs> know what you were the one. There, yeah. there was there They're was the a burger place. One. It was called the Burger, the burger Place. Yeah, I mean, it was you know that was burgers here. There was a taco stand. That was Burger the taco King. Stand. The taco. No, that was Lane's Quickie Tacos. Anyway, <laughs> I were totally there were two. Because there were two. I am totally plugging a whole bunch of places in Fairbanks. They're gonna love this. So the comic shop was like the hodgepodge. It had a whole bunch of stuff, and the Kevin owns it. But John was the guy that was like, hey, you need to read this. Do you like? And I'm like, I love Oracle. I love Barbara Gordon. I love Batgirl. And they're like, New 52, read this. And I read it. (laughs) (laughs) That was a thing that was done. (laughs) It was a thing I did. And needless to say, there was much Amy Rage. Anyway. um, Amy Rage. Amy Rage. We're going to make that an an emote in our channel. Amy Rage. Amy Rage. (laughs) It's not as good as Kurt face. Um, it'll be it'll be the watchtower. <laughs> it'll be the watchtower <laughs> screaming. Yes, that's um, rage. So New Fifty Two, I came back in on. I also uh, went into a lot more classical stuff. So I have Pride and Prejudice, The Iliad, uh, Sense and Sensibility, anything uh, Wizard of Oz, Ozma of Oz, all of them that were um, classic literature that were actually turned into comic books. Oh. I collected it. Uh, then. Gambit came out with another standalone series. Who was that again? Uh, yeah. uh, he get a crowded, get a crowded. Go rogue, most And it was short lived, <laughs> but I still did it. And anyway, uh, what keeps me in comics now because it has been a decade is 
the stories that are being told are not just retelling, rehashing. It's somebody's yeah. interpretation, mm-hmm. and it is vibrant, and it is moving, and it is unexpected. And so having the opportunity to sit down and read, like I have a book book underneath my comic books right now, is going to take me, even though I'm a very, I almost said vicarious, but voracious voracious reader, um, it'll take me two to three days when a single comic can sit down and you can take five to ten minutes. Um, I'm a vicarious reader. You read this. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to enjoy it. (laughs) Plug me into your brain. You have to do the Avatar link. I wanted to have the Matrix. Story. I know Kung Fu. My ponytail isn't long enough for that shenanigans. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. There's not a, there's not a lot of Show hair. Show me. So the stories are fantastic. I read predominantly a bit of everything. I'm I consider myself uh, very well versed because I'm all ages. I have younglings. I'm waiting for him to go off so he'll just tell me to stop it. Youngling. But <laughs> stop. Oh. <laughs> Basically, I'm going to keep reading them, and I work in comic books, so I have to read them anyway. There you go. So shenanigans. <laughs> Malarkey. I, so I saw a microphone Hoka. peek up behind oh. behind the, the camera. For me? Jason? Uh, For Jason? Curtis, did you want to? Oh, Curtis. Oh, Curtis. No? Yeah. Okay. You know you want to. No, him holding up the mic was him, tell, telling, was him telling somebody to get closer. Piper to get closer to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was saying, I want to tell my story. <laughs> I want to tell He's like... Hey, I, I, I don't read comics. I don't like, I don't, I don't I like this. Don't don't put it in the stack. Put it in the stack. You want to do this? So I stepped. Miss me with that. What about you? Let me let me hear your Barnes & Noble uh, Portuguese church family. It was please, raining. Please change up the story and meet it's just, it's just a freak be Mary. Like, be like the Joker when he, when he retells yeah. the story every time. It was time. a sunny day in 1993. <laughs> I was at a Borders books. Yeah. Oh, yes, please, Borders. I was at a Walden's. Yes. I was at a Walden's books in the Sunrise Mall. <laughs> I was in Morocco. Yeah, there we go. It was, it was th- raining. It was Thursday after the Spanish. It was uh, raining. Catholic ceremony. I was reading a calendar. Fireman. I was swimming. And <laughs> All right, for I real. was swimming with fireman. What's, what's your story? Fireman. <laughs> yeah. No, no, don't ask. Pearl diving in the Azores. Oh, uh, you guys got me in this. Yeah, no, pearl I'm diving in the Azores was better. <laughs> um, so I watched the cartoons. Uh, Batman the animated series. Spider Man. Uh, the animated series, X-Men. Uh, Superman came out like two or three years after Batman the animated series, but I never really it. became an avid comic book reader. Uh, the, the joking about the rainy day, that, that's that's what it was. It was a Barnes & Noble on a Sunday. I read one issue having no idea what happened before it, what's coming after it. I didn't know when new comics came out. Hmm. I just saw pretty pictures and read them. There was there were comic book shops in Lodi, but but your boy lived in the countryside of Lodi, where the city was about five minutes, ten minutes away. Is that where the Azores is? Yeah, the, the country, Azores are in Lodi. In the, the, the rural yeah, Lodi, is... rural Lodi. The Azores are right there. <laughs> it's really just like it's like three houses. <laughs> we they were picked up and placed the there by Magneto. Yo, yo, your boy from the Azores, I'm Lodi adjacent. Lodi adjacent. <laughs> you know, just you know, catty corner too. <laughs> so hook a left, and there right. it is. Um, Repping hard. So basically, I mean, it was it was the cartoons, it was the movies, it was Michael Keaton's Batman, uh, it was Christopher Reeve's Superman, mm. uh, actually Val Kilmer and George Clooney Batman. It makes sense that you're far more cinematic. Yeah, with, yeah. <laughs> with your uh, uh, yeah. I owned four comics. That's all I owned. And, um, and it wasn't really until this crew, uh, when your boy started reading comics, the Capeless Crew, the Capeless, the Capeless Crew. I I did not read a comic. I hadn't read a comic book. <laughs> For quite a long time until. Why, why do you read comics? Peer pressure. Peer pressure. <laughs> Mainly, my, my friends forced. I want to be on a show. <laughs> and I, want, now I, I want to be famous. And now I have famous. Stockholm syndrome. I, I'm I love going it. to embrace now. the comics. Um, I was ignorant to it. I didn't. I didn't know. You know, I knew cinematically what these superheroes wore and where they came from. I didn't know exactly the root of where they came from. And being here has like opened up, oh my god, there's so much more to these characters than what I've seen on screen and what I've seen animated. There's all these different type of stories. And then I watch documentaries about the worlds of comic books and it's it's the mythology. Oh, I see him. I see him coming away. My own gnome used against me. Um, the, the, the mythology that comics are. And... I, I will I, I will throw him. <laughs> he, he is yours. You can he is mine. Him. I'll throw him yeah, yeah. to the screen. Um... And uh, basically became a fan, not out of peer pressure, 
but out of being introduced to it mm-hmm. by this crew and enjoying what I've been reading. And it was the whole superhero aspect that got me. Do you remember the, one of the first things that that you read, like from from this crew, that were just like, "You should read that. You have to read this." You're like, it oh, was it was yeah. Civil War. Was it? Mm. It was Civil War. Nice. Not Kingdom it's, Come. You know, because we had we had. Um, the, the 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 Crusaders started as a group text. Yeah. Uh, between myself, uh, Curtis, Steve's, uh, Jamie, Tom, Tom, Jamie. Tom, we eventually Curtis. added Drew, um, and basically it was just kind of us, just talking about movies. And you know, I had the comic reference, like I had the background, but then they were really big in the film aspect of it. Um, and it, the whole podcast came from one conversation when. Um, Tom was saying how crappy Iron Man 3 was. Mm. And I was like, I will defend Iron Man 3 until the cows come home. Iron Man 3 Defenders. And because of that, Tom was like, Tom, after we had this whole back and forth conversation, it was Tom's idea. He's like, we need to have a podcast. Like, we need to to talk about this. Tom got arrogant. It was just like, we're really good at this, right? (laughs) He's like, we're the best. We should should do this. And the Capeless Crusaders are born. Because Civil War, War, the movie, no, the movie hadn't come out, but because that was a while after, but Civil War. So a Winter Soldier. Yeah. And, and so we were we were going to review the book, and that was the one of the big first ones that Steve's got into. That me. that opened me up to it, and then we read uh, Blackest Night. We read King Kingdom Come, Come. Six Kingdom Gun Gorilla. <laughs> well, and that's <laughs> and that's what's keeping me reading. What's keeping me going? Because at first I just thought comic books were superhero stories. That's it. That's all they are. And hey, when we read Six Gun Gorilla, is a superhero. True. A super. When we read Six Gun Gorilla, when we read I Kill Giants, yeah. we three, we three. Witches. It yeah, opened man. me up to that comic Swap books are Trumpets. so much more than, <laughs> are so much more than Superman, Captain America, Batman, Iron Man. It's it's these other stories that aren't about superheroes, that aren't about vigilantes, that are just about oh. that are different types of stories. And Iron Man is a little bit keeping you going. Oh, of course. I mean, <laughs> Iron, Man, <laughs> Iron Man and the Batman, of course. But I mean, stories like Sheriff of Babylon, oh. uh, witches. Um, uh, Black Monday Murders. Monday, Monday, Monday. I see you, Frank. <laughs> His name's Frank. Frank. His name's Frank. <laughs> Frank. Those guys. Frank Darabont. The, the creator of the walk, producer of the Walking Dead. Nice. Walking Dead. There's another one right there. So it, it's those non-superhero traditional superhero stories, along with the superhero stories that yeah. uh, uh, keeps me going, and also being famous on this show. Did you? <laughs> Being famous, <laughs> famous. Did Sac- you get your Sacramento Iron famous? Man love here or no? Was that before? No movies. Movies. Yeah, he, okay, he, so he loved, he loved RDJ. RDJ. He loved Favreau. Yep. You're so money. You don't even know happy. it. So, um, um, Barry. Yeah. Was it a rainy day in Iceland? Sweden. <laughs> Monterey. <laughs> it's. I already need to wrap up. Um, so I don't. The actu- other Crusaders went too long. You have no time. <laughs> I I can't actually say. Whether or not it was um, it was the shows or the toys first, but I'm the same. I'm just like you. It was it was Classic. the the animated series Spider Man. Like this, that was where it was at. And I feel like the same reason I had a lot of like superhero gear as a kid is the same reason I had a lot of like Chicago Bulls gear as a kid. <laughs> my parents weren't fans of the Chicago Bulls, but when my mom went to the store. That's what was there. That yeah. was what was everywhere. Uh, pajamas, like I had a Bulls Letterman jacket. You could flip it and out. It was red and twenty three. It was red on the inside, and you could flip it and it was red on the outside. It would be black. Like it was all because that was what was there. So it was the same thing. It was like Spider Man, like Batman. Those were big. So my mom would buy me like the backpacks and the T shirts. And even though I had no frame of reference, and then I'd watch the cartoons. So it was like I looked like I was like, oh yeah, hardcore comic book fan. Yeah. But I know, like uh, a lot of like my friends had parents who were into comic books, and eventually I like, gave them my co- collections. My dad loved Superman comics when he was a kid. Like he would go down and he would spend a quarter, and he would get a comic book. He would get a bottle of Coke, and he would get a bag of peanuts, and he'd pour the peanuts into the bottle of Coke, which is apparently a thing. Um, all for a quarter? It, yeah. Where all did for you that. live? Yeah, I mean, he lived in Iceland. He, he lived in Compton. Iceland. Oh. Um, yeah. He, yeah, he uh, when when the, the just after World War II and the projects. That's where my that's where my my dad grew up. Peanuts are just not as like yeah, peanuts and coke. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's just so good. But so delicious. so he he read all those Superman books and but he never kept them. Just like everything, he never really held on to them. So I didn't get that from my parents. I, my mom was just like, I'm gonna get you like Superman clothes because that was what was big yeah. and then as I started around watching the cartoons I was like you I got I like the toys like I had the you know Batman I had the uh Azriel with the the Azriel like big he had like big black bat wings and yes. stuff when it was just all about Did selling you have toys the Batmobile that turned into the bat plane the bat wings I yeah. wish I'm, I, oh, I I couldn't I, I mean I my mom didn't trust me because my sister ran over one of my Batman action figures and destroyed it so she's oh. like well I can't obviously trust you with it so yeah. that was the only Batman toy I ever got yeah was that one that was such a good one and then oh. 
Um, and one of my uh, one of my birthday parties, my best friend Chris, who's in the army right now, um, he got me a couple Iron Man action figures, and it was when the Iron Man cartoon had actually come out. And again, it was all to sell toys. Every episode, he had a different Iron Man suit, which meant they could make a different toy for and every single worked. one. And know. it worked. <laughs> I had one where he was like supposed to be able to go into lava, and they had one where he had like like electric like whips and stuff. Like it, he was. Doesn't he just have one? He's basically suit Omega this? Red. Basically, yeah. I mean, and then like, and then the next uh, within a couple years, um, the Spawn movie came out, and oh, uh, yeah. and again, my best friend Chris, he got me because it was because we like we were in like gross stuff he got me it was uh todd mcfarlane he made all the spawn toys and he had the manga spawn which is where it was like hyper like like japanese anime but the the clown from spawn was a giant spider and he was like had like these gross tentacles and he was all like he was like a big blob on these eight it was violator it was gross yeah he was a violator and so He got me that, and I was like, "And I was like, what is this?" And it came. It came with a poster that was 1999, the year of Spawn, and it had it was this big poster of um, why can I? I just blanked on his name. He's been in so much stuff. He's the guy who was Spawn. Um, oh, Michael Michael J. White. Michael J. White. Oh God, that hurt. Uh, so Michael J. White on the he was on the front, and then on the back there was all the action figures. I'm like, I want this one. I want this one. Like I was all about Spawn. I'm like, Spawn is the coolest thing ever. That's the collector bug. Yeah, and then <laughs> exactly, and then I, oh, I was just circling ones. I would go and I would I would reference that poster to the Toys R Us catalog, and I'd be like, This is coming out this year. I need this for Christmas. I need this for Christmas. It's the movie that got you into Spawn. Mm-hmm. Well, I never even saw the movie because my mom wouldn't take me because it was rated R, right. and oh, she yeah. wouldn't buy me the toys because they were super violent. I would just circle them. <laughs> the only one the reason I got one is because a friend gave it to me. You were and, living vicariously. Exactly, and then. So to try to sate this, uh, my mom gave me a. She just got a bunch of comic books. It was a, a Sonic the Hedgehog comic book <laughs> and a Spider-Man comic in Spanish. It was El Hombre de la Araña, Araña. Yeah. and it was it was. Yo soy Peter Parker. It was. Uh, the man of spider. <laughs> I can't remember what the story even was. Uh, I think it was right after the Venom story. It was Todd McFarlane doing it. So like again, I saw Todd McFarlane. So you could see where like the 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 you know the breadcrumbs of Todd McFarlane were getting dropped. I got the toys, the yeah. movie, him drawing Spider Man in Spanish, and then um, your mom had to go back and be like. George, he's asking us tough questions. Can I have Spawn? And like, did you see David? He just said, uh, Maria Jane, donde estas? I don't know what he's doing. I, I did not learn any Spanish from he this book. Said, Maria Jane. Maria Jane, donde estas? So. Why do we so good. So, I, I really wish I could figure out how to say face it, tiger, in, in Spanish. Actually, it's actually Jane Maria. Jane Maria. Sp- Jane Maria. So, I. So I, but similar to you, like I started, so I started reading comics, but then it just, it all dropped off, you know, I, in around high school, yeah. I just didn't really have the time for it anymore. I didn't have the money for the it Matrix anymore. The Matrix came out. That was It important. was just a long no time. Kung fu, no Kung Fu. But I still started no. going when I was around 15, I would go to the local comic book store. Um, it was, uh, Boys of Summer because it was all, it was originally uh, baseball cards. And so he had this wall of comic books and he had a bunch of Spawn comics, random ones, like super random ones. And I started buying every single one I could and I started opening up and flipping through it and I'm like, oh, it was when Capulo was drawing it. So it was Mm. like super gory, like just gross stuff happening. But I'm like, this, this is like, this isn't Superman. This isn't Batman. Like this is comic books. This is me. This is what I needed, which is interesting because then I just went completely away from horror and graphic stuff later on in life. Uh, And then I, then I dropped off just, just like everyone. I had that moment where I just dropped off. And then in college, all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I have disposable income. I didn't actually have disposable income. I thought it was disposable income. <laughs> I wish now I had thought money? about it that it wasn't disposable. But what I did uh, in college was I started, uh, I was like, I got to start filling in the holes in my Spawn collection. Because even though I wasn't actively reading, I was like, I want to have Spawn. This is still happening. It was a thing that I have. I had started to buy the action figures. Like, I was going to, I'm going to do this. And then, um, so I start. I found Mile High Comics, which is uh, obviously in um, Denver. Thank you. Colorado. <laughs> Uh, it's a huge, one of the biggest stores in the, in the world, um, and you can go online and you can literally create a wish list. And every time something becomes available, they bring it in. You can buy it. Mm-hmm. So I started filling it. I would get these boxes, boxes sent to my dorm room, um, and my like always had to like check it at the door and be like, "Why are you? What what are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm getting comic books." And I just built this collection. I built it and built it. And then one free comic book day, I wandered into Empire's Comics Vault because they had posted flyers on, on the campus, and so a bunch of my friends came down here. And at that point, it's just kind of. It just steamrolled from there. Like it's like that that classic story of the kid who like, everyone I talk to now who's into comics, like they got back into it in college when all of a sudden they were like, I'm independent, I can do this, I can go back and I can revisit the nostalgia because we're millennials. We run on nostalgia. It is literally apparently the parents gasoline. in the eighties and nineties were super oppressive. I don't even like think that, well, and it wasn't even it kind of, but also the market then tanked in the nineties. So it was kind mm-hmm. of like 
there was it, everything kind of went away for a little while. Not um, enough Wolverine. Not enough Wolverine. <laughs> a lot of Archie. A lot of Archie. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Archie, not enough claws. And schnicked. And so after that, it just turned into I would start going, and then I started having Ben pull out, you know, because I created a saver list. Did you mm. know you can create a savers list here at Empire's Comics Vault? He'll actually pull out the comics for you every week. It's amazing. Would you like to know more? Go to Empire's Comic. Anyway, um, so <laughs> so the, so the I, I, I so he, he had this piece of paper, and you could like write down titles, and he would start pulling them for you. And I started having him pull Spawn comics, and all of a sudden, like there was no more breaks in my collection because I was filling in these holes. And I'm like, this is just this is great. Like I'm all about this. Like I started being able to get new comics off the wall. He started turning me on to more stuff. He said, Hey, have you read this other image title? Have you read, you know, East of West? Have you read Black Science? Have you read Low? Like, are you reading, right. you know, Batman right now? So are you reading Marvel right now? Image, ben right. was your pusher man. Ben was 100%. He was my banana dealer. Had the cook- Colombian the banana. Like Colombian banana, banana dealer. News monkey. And then. And after that, it just it just grew exponentially. Like when I say like what keeps me in comics right now, like a lot of it is the independent stuff. But it also for me is like it's like when I was watching like pro wrestling as a kid. Like Mm. I loved it back then, and then when it comes up now, like I love everything about it. Like I just I want every single like every title. I want you know European high fantasy books from the (laughs) Franco Belgian market. Like I'm all about that. Like Marvel, (laughs) DC, Image, Boom. Like kids stuff up into adult stuff. Like horror, superhero. Like it's just I love comic books. Like comic books are so dang good. It is they inundate my life and they bring me so much joy. Like when I look at a stack of books, no matter how old it is, no matter what the titles are, I just I'm excited. I'm like, what is in this? What is here? Like, is it just a bunch of crappy Legion of Superhero books? Maybe. Yeah. Is it going to be like flipping through a shoebox that I found at some point and it's going to, holy crap, I just found, you know, early Wolverine. I just found this classic Batman year one. Like, it's just, it brings so much joy in so many different ways. I just I love comic books, man. Comic books are great. Somebody get the man a cigarette. <laughs> I think one of the oh. one of the prevailing themes of this entire thing is we can't underestimate how important Batman the animated series was in yeah. spawning a generation of comics. Kevin Conroy. Conroy. Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. You yes. dudes. The, the Andrea the, Romano. Bruce Tim. Is that the Bruce Tim's the guy who it created is, it? Is not, yeah. It is not Paul a Dini. It is not a holiday season Bruce unless Tim, I've yeah. watched uh, at least the clip where uh, uh, Joker sings the um, uh, Jingle he Bells, Batman, Batman smells. smells, and then he flies out of Arkham <laughs> on, <laughs> on the on the rocket tree. Like it's, that's it's true. Batman the Animated it's Series so is it, it saved it saved the comic book industry sure. because after that the comics themselves tanked. But so yeah, so I'm I'm really happy that we're all you know super into comics in our in different ways. Like I'm I'm happy that we've managed to open up as Steve's like the floodgates of this man reading books. And, Thanks, Batman. And we <laughs> exactly, and we have Piper and and Amy with just different tastes different from you know all over the all over the market and like we read a lot of the same stuff we read a lot of different stuff and mm. we like sharing it with you and Aww. with you and we're all glad that, that you can you? do that here the and, people uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that about wraps it up for this week's episode of the capeless crusaders so for the capeless crusaders my name is david barry at dr barry on varying social media platforms check me out on twitch i play sometimes i play the 1995 game of the year that you know it's not you, relevant you always call it that what's the title it's warcraft orcs <laughs> and humans and uh warcraft 2 uh tides of darkness and beyond the dark portal you always introduce it by like, just <laughs> 1995 like, game of the year come watch me i also think i was i think i was playing the 2002 game of the year as well when, Final Fantasy Nine. When did Final Fantasy? Yeah, whenever that came out, it was like 2001. You, you announce a movie if it won Best Film. You got to say Best Film Academy Award winner. Right. The Departed. There you go. You got to hey, say speaking of which, who are you? Oh, Academy Award winner. I'm the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. And if you're not down with that, we've got two words for you. Twenty years, DX. Hey. Throwing it back over there. Amy. Wait, which? Random. Okay. Random. Random fact, this is the dress that I wore the first time that I actually guessed it on this show. Oh! Hey, so it's been a year, over a year. You're, but are, you're, you're, sure, are you sure that's the actual fact? I mean, it could, never mind. <laughs> the Instagram says that I'm Amy. This is, I'm iJane Eurobot on various social media. You can backtrack these guys and see where they said, look, Amy like guessed with us today and it was awesome. Apparently I stuck around and now I'm trapped. Send help. Piper. (laughs) (laughs) This 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 half of the table we have just stolen from (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Foolish mortals. This is 
Piper, scary. still. But you can call me the Mad Piper. <gasps> Stole them both. Until next time, and then you can call me Piper again <laughs> when I introduce myself. We're, it's like that. Business. Until <laughs> pleasure. Playtime. <laughs> That's not oh, weird gosh. at all. And then, yep. As always, you can find anything related to the Capeless Crusaders at thecapelesscrusaders.com, your home for everything related to the Capeless Crusaders. Okay. Uh, thank you very much to Empire's Comics Vault and Computer Booter, our sponsors for the evening. My name is David Barry again. <laughs> your name looks like Computer Booter. Don't forget Curtis on the ones and twos. Put in the stack! That is existential Romeo at Calm Down Warning. Uh, for calm down, Romeo. Calm essential. down, things Crisis. for the Capeless Crusaders. Thanks for sticking around through our audio issues. Good night. Happy Friday, 13th.